You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. Today, I am interviewing Mr. Alexander Fedotov with AF Media. Now, Alex, he knows a ton about Facebook ads for e-commerce businesses, which can be a little bit different than other Facebook ads that you will run. And today I am asking him all of the questions that I know you have when it comes to running Facebook ads for an e-commerce business, as well as scaling those ads. Because what good is a Facebook ad if you can only scale it and spend a $100 a day? You want to make a ton of money and pull people in by spending tons of money and making tons of sales. And Alex answers all of our questions on that during today's episode. I'm so excited for today. Now, before we dive in, a little bit of housekeeping. My name is One Click Lindsay, and I'm with TrafficAndLeads.com. If your website is sitting dead in the water and you need help with Facebook ads, SEO, pay-per-click, email marketing, landing pages, webinars, and all those things that will bring your business traffic and leads, make sure you join us at trafficandleads.com. We can absolutely help you with all of those things. It's time to generate traffic and leads for your small business, and we can absolutely help you. So let's dive in to today's episode with Alex. Alexander, welcome to the show. So excited to have you on today. Hi, Lindsay. Uh, thank you for having me today. Yeah. So before I dive into a hundred questions on e-commerce Facebook ads, which you're a pro at, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about what you do? Yeah. So um, I specialize in Facebook uh, advertising. So we basically help e-commerce um, businesses grow more, like faster and more profitably, uh, acquire new customers, expand their uh, market share and, you know, expand to new markets. Um, we mostly work with businesses that are already doing well um, in seven to nine figure range. And we help them to, um, you know, increase their sales and acquire new customers at a faster pace than they have been, um, basically, that they had before. Makes sense. Makes sense. So let's say someone is relatively familiar with Facebook ads and they understand the ins and outs of the pixel and, and all and creating audiences and all of that. If you have a basic knowledge of Facebook ads, how do you like, what's the difference between like, what do we need to know if we have a basic knowledge of Facebook ads in order to utilize them in e-commerce? Like what are the, what, what's the foundation of building a good e-commerce campaign in Facebook? So first of all, um, I, I think it all starts like, you know, Facebook advertising, just like Facebook is just a platform, right? It's, it's just one of the sources of driving traffic. So I think like it all starts with just general, generally good understanding of, of your business and your business model. Because, you know, if your business model is flawed, then, um, you know, it will be hard to make Facebook work. So let, let, let me put it in context. So. You know, for example, now a lot of people are starting dropshipping stores and, you know, they just take some product from, you know, from China and they try to, let's say product costs like $2 and yeah. then, you know, they, they try to sell it for, let's say $7, right? Yep. So they only have like $2, like $5 margin on that product. 
Yep. So once they go and try to use Facebook advertising, it doesn't matter how good they are with Facebook. It doesn't matter, you know, if, if they're like experts with it, you know, like it's pretty much, it's pretty much guaranteed to fail because it, it's simply not enough, you know, to, to acquire new customers. So with Facebook right now, the typical like cost to acquire a new customer will be from, you know, from like 10, 15 to like $100. So if, if you don't have, if your business model does not allow for that, um, if your margins do not allow for that, then, you know, that will be hard to do. And it will okay, be hard so to you're scale. saying 10 to $15 is, is uh, obviously it totally depends on everything. But in general, if we're saying there's a 10 to $15 acquisition cost per customer on a Facebook ad, that's even for XYZ little trinket that you're selling? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just like depends. It's, you know, some people can like, for example, if, if you launch the ad and let's say, okay, you spend like $10 and you got like, you know, $100 in sales. Okay. So like you got like 10 X return on ad spend, but then, you know, can you replicate it? And how many times can you replicate it? Because it's one thing to, to run ads on like $10 a day budget, but it's, it's totally different if you spend, you know, 1000, 2000, 5000, $10,000 a day. And still, you know, maintain that healthy ROI and, you know, acquire new customers at profit. So that's why it's like, uh, the more you want to scale, the, like, if, if you want to run Facebook advertising on a decent scale and, um, you know, just, just grow your business much faster, then, you know, it just, it just, it just has to be that margin. It has to be that right business model. So the like good, good business models would be, you know, products either that have, um, good profit margin. So let's say if you buy it in China for $10, if you, if you can position that product properly and if you can, um, you know, show the value to, to a customer and sell it for, let's say 50, 60, 70, $100, um, or, you know, maybe you have subscription as a part of your business where you acquire a customer. And then over time, you know, that that same customer that you acquired, maybe just, you just broke even front end, but then, uh, you know, like in one, two months from now, you'll have your lifetime value compensate for the acquisition and you'll have a profit. So mm-hmm. it starts with that like general understanding. And I think that's where, um, you know, a lot of people, even, you know, even though they're good with Facebook and, um, you know, like they're good with all of the technical aspects, but having good strategy in mind and, and just, I, I think it just makes sense to, you know, I think like 99% of mistakes are made before us. Um, and so just properly understanding the marketplace and properly, um, you know, doing the competitive research and seeing what business models are succeeding because you, you'll see some businesses like e-commerce businesses, they're, they're just exploding. And then if you start to break down that business and, and, uh, you know, analyze, okay, why is that business successful? You know, what business models they're using? Um, you know, what type of, you know, what type of margins they have? If you try to, you know, analyze what products they sell, how much you typically can acquire those products for and how much you can sell them for, then you can have a good understanding. And that's where you have a good platform for, you know, scaling with Facebook. Okay. I, and I love what you're saying. And I obviously agree with everything you're saying. So are you, is it fair to sum this up by saying just going out and finding some dropship product that you can make a 3 to $4 profit margin on and expecting for Facebook ads to bring you an ROI is unreasonable. It's um, like you, you can have it, but it will be on a, on a very small scale. 
Um, because like what happens, like if, like if, if you just think about it also again in a, in a, in a very like broad way, like if you get, like, if you, if you try to advertise now, like you try to advertise, for example, you try to target certain customers within certain age range and you try to target United States customers, then mm-hmm. you're competing with, you know, like thousands of other advertisers who also want to reach that same customer. Um, also United States, that same age, age range. So you're competing. It's not only you that, and it's not only me and it's not only, you know, just one person. It's like thousands of advertisers. That's why, you know, the costs are climbing. And that's why it's, you know, like two years, three years from now, or like years ago, like you could get, you, you, you could do that model. Like you could just get some product and some people have, have randomly like made good money just, you know, right. just by doing they just that. kind of fell into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it happened. And, you know, a lot of people, I know a lot of people who've made good money with it, but then, you know, like times change, right? And everything is evolving and, um, you know, costs change. And, uh, but you, you have to kind of like be in on, on top of, 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 of what's happening because, you know, that model doesn't work anymore. It changed. It's too expensive. You have to be smarter. Yes. Yeah. So you have to, you have to have like higher margins. Yeah. That's, that's eventually what it comes down to. Who can spend the most money to, to get a customer? So a lot of people are focusing on, okay, how do I get, you know, cheap clicks? How do I get like, maybe is there a certain way to, um, you know, to hack, to, <laughs> to cheat, you know, Facebook algorithm, to cheat, you know, pixel, you know, there are like 100 ways you can find articles, 100 ways to get, you know, your cheaper clicks or, you know, whatever. But then, you know, how, how like scalable that is. So you might make like $1,000, you might make, you know, $10,000, you might make $100,000, but then, you know, once, once that is, you know, that, that trick is over or more, more <laughs> people start to using it, then, you know, you, you have no business. You have to start from scratch and just, you know, reevaluate everything again. So, um, I'm, I'm talking like, and what, what I'm basically leading to and, um, I think it just, you know, I know a lot of people starting like e-commerce and, and drop shipping just to make money, but then, you know, just have, just to have that kind of like good, uh, good mindset and, and just like more long-term vision about it is, I think it's very helpful. Yeah. Wow. I really like what you're saying. So let's talk a little bit about scaling Facebook ads. So as you've said in this interview, there's a difference between running like say a thousand dollars a week and then like multi-thousand dollars a week. How do you scale a fate? Can you give us some tips on how to scale from like a thousand dollars a week to multi thousand dollar a week successfully on Facebook? Sure. Uh, so, um, there are multiple ways to, to scale, you know, Facebook, Facebook ad. And, um, like, first of all, that would depend on, you know, how fast you can scale will depend on how, you know, seasoned your pixel is, how, um, like wild appeal your product is. So, because for example, if you're selling some, um, I don't know if you're selling some t-shirt there are, and, and you're selling it like it's like quite wide appeal, then there's a big market and you can, you can just use very wide targeting and it might work. You know, you just, you can just set it up and it might work for a long time. But if you're just going after a specific market, your targeting can be, you know, more restricted. Mm-hmm. Um, so for scaling, like some of the best ways to scale would be to utilize, um, you know, if, if you know the term lookalike audiences, and yep. I, I think you, yep. you probably know what it is. Yep. Um, so, for example, if you've been in business for some time, you accumulate uh, buyers and, um, 
you know, let's say you have 1,000 1, buyers and then you can go and create lookalike audiences, um, let's say for United States for like 1% lookalike, which means Facebook will help you to find uh, people who are similar to your ideal customers and uh, people who already purchased from you. And then you can utilize those uh, lookalike audiences to just, you know, expand and target those people in that specific market. Um, so there are m- multiple variations of lookalike audiences for each country. So you can tar- you can have lookalike audience from uh, from zero to one percent, from one percent to two percent, from two percent three percent. So there are like um, six different audiences that you can have lookalike audiences for each country. And then um, so just utilizing lookalike audiences is one of the way to scale. Um, just like testing whether you know those lookalike audiences give you the you know, the return on ad spend, give you the cost per purchase that you're looking for. Um, doing the like additional research. So for instance, if, um, if you're in a certain market and you target like cat lovers, um, then just doing the research. Uh, okay. What other audiences can I potentially target within my market? Um, and Facebook has this great tool, which is called, um, audience insights where you just put, um, your, like one of the audiences that you target and Facebook will give you ideas and some relevant audiences that you can target as well. Uh, that's another way to scale. So you would just, if you have a winning ad that is, you know, making like getting you good results, you would just show that same ad to, to other audiences and see whether that gets you the, um, you know, results that you're looking for. Um, another way would be simply to, Let's say if you're target, targeting the audience of, um, let's say two million people, lookalike audience of two million people, mm-hmm. and you're targeting the age range of, let's say 18 to 65 and it's working okay. But then you also know that, you know, customers from like 35 to 45 is like your ideal range of, of, of buyers. So you would simply duplicate the same, you know, the same ad set. Um, and you would only restrict it to 35 to 45 age range. So just, just doing those like different variations, um, you know, of, of audiences, targeting different audiences, um, and targeting, you know, different age ranges of, of audiences that already have proven, uh, to work well is, you know, is, is very like straightforward way to, to scale, um, you know, Facebook campaign. And, um, also if you have, if you have a product with a wide appeal and you know that, um, within certain audience. So for example, there are products that are like the only targeting you can use. And I, I personally, I personally have, you know, sell those products like that. Um, like the only targeting you need is basically just online shopping. So people interested in online shopping and it's working extremely well. So, you know, products like, you know, cases for, for, for a smartphone, right? So if, if there is certain like competitive advantage to that product, um, you know, a lot of people would be interested to have that, you know, to buy that case. So simply, you know, targeting online shopping, um, interest is enough to, 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 to have, uh, buyers at acceptable rate. Interesting. Interesting. So my next question has to do with when you set up the campaigns. So let's say you have a winning ad set um, that's winning at a thousand, you know, a thousand dollars a week or something, and you're ready to scale this bad boy. So you are going to run it to a, a lookalike audience. 
are you just like, do you just go in and you put in like $2,000 over the next three days? Or like, what is your daily ad spend? Or how do you like, how do you decide what your ad spend should be per camp per campaign or ad set? So, um, the way, the way I approach it, like you can definitely go and, you know, utilize high daily budgets, but, um, I would not like it. It all depends, you know, how, like how aggressive you want to go about it. So I prefer like in most, in most scenarios, I prefer to scale slowly because that allows you to like, first of all, is just to control your, your costs better. Um, and second, you just, you know, like sometimes if, for example, if you use the, um, you know, $1,000 a day budget for the ad, and then, you know, you might, you might check your metrics like now, and then in one hour from now, you can check your metrics and, you know, the ad might have spent like $200 and got you zero sales. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's kind of like Facebook, like in my experience, Facebook is, is also like a lot about Facebook is about like cost control. So it's often compare it to, you know, trading stocks. So let's say you buy some stock, right? And you expect it to go higher. So then, um, you know, let's say like stock doesn't go, doesn't go like up, but it goes down. So then you don't want to lose money. So then you have, um, like your, 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 your like stop, you know, your, you have some certain number. If, if your stock goes below that number, then it simply stops and you don't spend any more money because, you know, that's, that's one of the, one of the, you know, things that professional investors are utilizing. So with Facebook, you can utilize automated tools, which, um, which gives you the opportunity to, you know, if ads spends, over a certain amount and it gives you, you know, zero sales or it gives you sales at, at, um, at the rate, which is not acceptable or return on ad spend that is not acceptable. You know, Facebook will automatically stop that ad. So, um, I would prefer to, to scale slowly and test, you know, different, um, you know, daily budget. Like I find like daily budgets of like $20, you know, it's, it's, it's good. It's good to, you know, for most people. Um, if you want to go more aggressively, definitely you could, you could go with higher daily spans, but then, uh, you want to make sure that you have your loss, you know, loss control in place, or, um, at least someone is checking on those ads. So you don't, you don't waste a lot of money. So how do you, but how, so you have a $20 a day ad spend to start and it's getting a good return. You can't just go in and, you know, say, Oh, that's a winning ad set. I'm going to turn that up to a thousand because Facebook resets their algorithm. So are you saying you just run? 50 ad sets at $20 a day? Yes. So uh, like, that's one of the ways to approach it. Like, you know, there are, there are many ways to approach it. And I don't think like, you know, I don't say some ways that are bad or some ways sure. are good. I'm just curious how you personally approach it. Cause that's the question is people are cool spending $20 a day, but then they have this budget of like $20,000 that they want to get through in a month, $20 a day. It yeah. doesn't really, you know, cut into that. Yeah. So then in that scenario, you know, I would just, I would just experiment you know, like, so you would set up, you would set up ads with different, like, range of budgets. So you would set, you would set the ad, you know, one, one ad set might have a budget of like $20. Another one you can set with budget of $50. Um, another was $100. Then you would just see, you know, what would perform better for you. And then, you know, if you see that ads with, you know, budgets of $100, $200, $500, $1,000 a day, like, perform better, then, you know, you would just, you would just do that more. Makes sense. Um, 
important important thing to do, like to to, to realize is um, I, I I don't know if that I just want to make sure that um, it is it's explained that uh, if you have the ad that is running well with a budget of twenty dollars, you don't want to touch that ad and you know like switch the you know switch the budget for that ad to one thousand dollars or you know you don't want to like touch that ad. And then switch, you know, the right, budget it on that. Basically, resets the entire thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's just will we'll throw out, you know, the, the entire optimization, and uh, your ad will will give you very high CPA. So you would just create a new ad. Uh, you would slightly, you know, change the targeting. You you could change the age range. You could change the, um, I don't know, like you could change the gender. You could change the targeting slightly. Yeah, and you would. Ch- you would basically target that audience to, you know, with a higher budget, but you don't want to touch the ads that it's winning. And even, you know, um, so some people are utilizing and also utilizing sometimes the incremental budget increase where you would simply add a little bit of, like, let's say spending $20 and, you know, like you add like 10, 20% to that budget, like you change it to $25 and then in two days you change it to $30 and to, you know, to 40 and then you like kind of gradually yeah. increase the budget on, on a winning ad. Some people do that. And I do this also sometimes, but I found it's, it's not that. Sometimes not it just that, totally screws up the ad set, right? Exactly. It just so, totally so, screws yeah. it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I wouldn't touch. Like I, I, I prefer not to touch. You know, if something is working, let it work. Let me test something else on the side, and let's, you know, let's just, um, like the way the way I view it is just like, okay, we have let's say fifty ad sets that are running. You know, some of them will naturally be better than others, and some of them will, be, you know, total kind of, so, you know, yeah, yeah. So then, you know, you just kind of like want to control. Okay, how much do I dedicate for? You know, for testing, how many ads can I test? Because if someone has a budget of, let's say, like, you know, $10,000 at like testing budgets, they want to like, you know, scale as soon as possible. And then they would test as many ads as possible, different variations. Um, you know, they would turn off ads that are not profitable and scale those that are profitable. But then, you know, if other situation, if someone only has like $200 to test, then, you know, they will definitely be, you know, They'll, they'll they'll have less room to test, so it depends on total like totally depends on the, like personal situation, and I think people underestimate it because a lot of people like saying okay, um, you know Facebook is so great like it simply turns you know um, you know yeah <laughs> uh, ads into profit so um, let me just go and and then you know they they're frustrated because they spent like all of their savings and there are no you know sales in return so. I think being prepared for that mentally. Okay, so um, that is basically my my learning experience, and let me you know, let me just you know test. It might work. It might not work. Uh, it's better to have some other you know revenue and income sources if you want to do you know Facebook advertising, especially if you want to do it you know on a decent scale. Um, like expecting it to like like there there are many times where you know campaigns just like self fund. You know, like say, like basically the profits that is being generated from from the sales is is just funding the further advancement in campaigns. But oftentimes it's also not the case. Mm-hmm. So it's just like being prepared for that. Okay, so um, that is just one of the platforms. I mean, it's it's just one of the ways to to Drive traffic. you know to get sales. So 
So true. My final question has to do with um, your campaign objective. Do you guys test or do you test like link clicks, conversions, engagement, or do you always stick with conversions? What, or do you test them all? What, what is your, what's your philosophy on that? So, um, like generally it's, it's mostly about conversion. So, because like the way, you know, the way like Facebook works is Facebook has, you know, Facebook has a lot of data. So for example, if, if you go to Facebook and you purchase something, uh, from, you know, some advertiser, then Facebook knows that you're the person who has the, you know, like who is, you know, likely to purchase something, right? So next time Facebook will serve the data to people who are targeting, uh, buyers for a certain niche, um, that you are also the part of like, um, so then, you know, optimizing for conversions makes sense because like Facebook will help you to find the more buyers for your products. Yeah. Yeah. And especially if you're like using lookalike audiences, um, not only lookalike audiences, but let's say if you have, you know, 10,000 buyers and 1,000 of those buyers are, you know, 10 times more as valuable than other, like maybe they bought more expensive item, maybe they spend more money with you, maybe they bought more than one time. Like if you have lookalike audience of those people, um, that are more valuable to your business, that is even more powerful audience and Facebook will help you to to find um, buyers in that in that specific audience, utilizing the uh, the objection, like most most of the times, it purchase. Uh, I mean, it's uh, not purchase because different businesses have different objectives. Some businesses need more leads, some businesses need sales. So, um, utilizing conversions most of the time makes the most sense um, when um, when you have your retargeting audiences. So, let's say. You drive, you, you've driven like 10,000 clicks to your website and only, you know, 100 people have purchased something. You have 900, um, no, 9,900 9, people who have not purchased. Then, um, like utilizing, utilizing, uh, objection website clicks or utilizing website or utilizing, uh, landing page views objection is also makes sense because, um, because like it's a smaller audience and it's like, it's basically, you know, for sure that audience are people who are more or less interested in your product. So just showing them your message again, uh, giving them better offer. Oftentimes you'll get good return on ad spend with those, um, with those ads, but going after like cold audiences with website clicks or, um, you know, post. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it's like, I know some people are using it. I know some people getting sales with it. I know some people using video views objective. I personally, I don't say likes conversions. Yes. I just stick to conversions and it's, it's working very well. Awesome. Well, Alex, you have, you have just let me pick your brain today. You're obviously a very talented Facebook ads manager. So thank you so much for coming on the show before you go, sir. I'm going to turn the time over to you to again, let the audience know how to get in touch with you and anything else you want them to know. Thank you, Lindsay. So, um, yeah. So if you are, if you, if you own or you manage or you work in the marketing team for seven to nine figure e-commerce business and you want to, um, expand your, uh, Facebook advertising, or if you're just planning to utilize, you know, Facebook advertising to expand your business, um, you can find me on, um, so I have, I have a community of Facebook advertisers, um, on Facebook, which is called Facebook ads rockstars. 
and um, you can you can find me there, or you can just reach out to me on Facebook or uh, LinkedIn or at Alex at alexfedorov.com. Um, and you know, I potentially might help you. We have a waiting list, so uh, it might not be you know as fast as um, just you know. Um, it, I cannot help like everyone right away, but it just um, if if there is a fit, we might figure something out to help each other. Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, thank you again, Alexander. It was a great interview. Thank you very much, Lindsay. There you have it, folks. Another awesome episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. If you enjoyed this episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast or any of the episodes for that matter, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast or share it with a friend. That would be really awesome so we can keep the podcast going. And finally, remember, if your website is sitting dead in the water and you need help generating more traffic and leads, you know who to call trafficandleads.com. We can help you with everything from SEO, pay-per-click, website design, landing pages, email marketing, and webinars. Please reach out to us today at trafficandleads.com. Okay, friends, until next time, this is One Click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. (laughs) 